Welcome to Talking Baseball. Is a deal going to get done? Maybe. We hope so. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake Trevor in the middle, California, and producer BBD behind the desk. I have great news for everyone. Tomorrow, we go to Arizona. While we're away from the office for the week, a production company, a professional one, is taking all this equipment, throwing in a dumpster, and bringing in all new equipment. That should hopefully resolve all the audio issues that we have in our new studio. So I know it's been uh, troublesome. There's some pissy comments every now and then. And I'm like, I'm with you. We all dislike it just as much as you. So we were just wrangling that. That's why we were delayed. It's very quiet. I don't know if I'm loud. I'm quiet. Whatever. Baseball might be back. It might not. Whatever. Trev, how you doing? What's up, guys? Mm. I'm excited to be here talking to you. I'm trying to get you back on my screen. I can't see you right now. Don't love that whole aspect of it. But um, I got my BGs on. I'm ready to play. There's a possibility that during this show, live on air, that we get baseball back. I'm not saying it's a big possibility, but there's a possibility. So I'm excited, and I'm ready to go to work. Jake, how are you doing? James, Trevor, Big Baby David, everyone in the chat, Jeff Passan, the PA, the owners, the agents, lawyers, trade. Um, let's get this done. Uh, it's, it seems like we're getting close. I mean, the we've been saying the CBT and the playoffs, which have been the big issues. Those seem to be somewhat wrapped up. We're, it sounds like we're down to international player stuff, which I, I do want to get in front of because I think I I even caught myself casually saying, like, you know, we're down to just international player pool. Like, well, let's finish this. That's very important. <laughs> I mean, that's very important. The, the, the way that that fuels a third of the league and how those uh, young guys get paid and stuff, there's a lot of moving moving things there. Whoa, trade. Uh, so we'll see. It's exciting. I know every I've, all the all the baseball Twitter freaks were up last night watching it, uh, watching the tweets. I definitely didn't fall asleep on the couch again doing that because that's that would stink for my back. But uh, here we are, and yeah, maybe we get the big passing. Maybe we don't. I like. I'm expecting another fake deadline, maybe midnight tonight, mm. and then that's when we get it. So that's just a little jakey anticipation. Tim? Okay. We are close. I stayed up because a little birdie told us it might happen, so I stayed up with my son who's teething. Mm. Gave him some frozen breast milk to chew on. He liked that. He oh. fell asleep. Mm. Worked out. I did not chew on it. I was kind of grossed out by him asking me to do it with him. Um, Everyone's tried it, James. I haven't yet. Well, get on board, bro. Like, go ahead and try that. Not okay, Katie's. Guys. I have this other woman that I, I order order out. You never had your mom's breast milk. That's the other woman. 
I just said you that. ordered from your mom. Yes, <laughs> stocked up 1989. I was just gonna say, I mean, you've had it. It lasts forever. I'll taste other dudes. Mm. Well, I was not a dude. Mm. Uh, anyway, the offer that we have right now is a good. I don't. I don't know good, but it's a respectable offer. In my opinion, I am not too deep in this. I'm deeper than the casual baseball fan, I guess, because we've been reading all of this. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not in the room. And there might be things attached to the offer that isn't public yet, and that might be holding it up. Like, I know at one point they said that, like, like meals on the road go towards the CBT or whatever. And, like, that was kind of like, what? So, like, there might be little things that are holding up. But what we know about this current offer that MLB sent, I think if they sent this in December... Everyone would be like, hey, this is a great starting point. Hmm. Or like, hey, okay, this might be getting done easier. The CBT numbers went up, meaning the the luxury tax went up a, a, a respectable amount to 230 in next season. Right? Yes. And then like 8% up every year because they were doing, it was really like, the first number was never really the problem. It was how little they were increasing because you have to set the precedent for the next CBT and all that. So I think the CBT numbers got to a point where the players are satisfied and and they've and they and if they sign it those numbers I think they've done well for the next one. Like they've improved. They've gotten better. So obviously I'll let Trev really speak on that as a former player, but from my outside opinion, it looks like we got to a nice spot there. There's also some other things. I think things. so. You think yeah, so? I think on the CBT we're I think we're at a, a a spot where there there could be a deal. I, I've said this a million times on the show. I don't know why owners are so concerned about upping the CBT when only a few of them go over it. I understand that's what it's it's supposed to create parity at its truest form. That's what this is supposed to be doing. That's why it's called the competitive balance tax. But the fact is, you know, there's Steve Cohen and then there's the Dodgers. And like, that's about it. Who's going to be going over this? And, you know, I think more so the owner should be worried about the penalties. I think a lot of the, the smaller market teams want the CBT to kind of be where it's at now, but just harsher penalties. I know they addressed it and put an, an extra tier of penalties in a fourth tier. Uh, so I think that's what they're really concerned about. But I think, yeah, James, you're right. We're at a level now where I could see that kind of being like, Hey, we're okay with that. Now let's iron out some of these other things I think you're about to get into. Yeah. Um, they're staying at 12 teams. They agreed on like the, they agreed on a lot of other stuff. And and there's other things that in this deal are, are win for the players, right? They got the um, 700 K minimum pay. They got 40 million bonus pool. Um, they got some other stuff. The only thing the players I'll uh, accept that the owner said, like, if we raise the CBT to this number, they want a fourth threshold. There's been three, and they want a fourth, basically the Steve Cohen, uh, you know, warning line, because they're so scared of him and the Dodgers just completely overspending everyone else. And then, uh, according to the reports that I read, Steve Cohen agreed. They're like, hey, if you guys really want that and it's best for baseball, like, so it's like 300 uh, million is the fourth level, which is hilarious because it's basically Steve Cohen sitting on his uh, piles of money and be like, so you guys are terrified of how much more money I have than you and we're going to put it in writing how scared you are? Okay, great. What is great. the fourth level? What's the fourth level? 300 million, I thought. No, the, the, the fourth level would be at the tax. The tax. What's the, 
Yeah, like what is it? So the first for the first time it's twenty five cents on the dollar. Second time fifty cents. On the oh, dollar, the punishment. Right? I don't know. Yeah, seventy on the dollar, seventy five on the dollar. I don't know. If that's enough to stop all Stevie boy. Mm. Got to be honest. With be you. hilarious if he's like, if that's how scared you guys are. Me, sure, uh, I'm fine with the put in writing, and then still blows over it, and you're like, oh my god, this guy's rich. <laughs> I, I think the, I. The, what's funny is I think there would be a lot of owners who are like, yeah, go ahead, Steve, do it. Yeah, because all that money gets redis- redistributed. Read. How do you say that word? Yeah, you had it. I got it. Yeah, man. I mean, that's uh. <laughs> Baseball-wise, which, again, we unfortunately haven't been able to think about a lot of things baseball-wise. Um, yeah, you know, we uh, David Cohn always talks about it well on Tongue the Slab, that, you know, the the big market and small market owners have very different agendas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, when you, uh, you know, I'm looking at last year's uh, payrolls, or maybe they're the current payrolls right now. We'll see if they change. But, you know, we've got uh, 12 teams under $100 million. Uh, so yeah. And we, I, I feel like we've seen a lot of teams that, you know, they kind of do the windows now in baseball or they do the, mm. you know, what are the, what the hell are the guardians doing right now? I have no idea there. They just reset and they're just going to be the smallest market team forever. Um, but even the New York Yankees, the, the team that myself, tiny Tino Tortorella used to work for, you know, they would reset themselves from the tax every year. So it, teams are strategizing that way. I don't know. I, I think you're right, Trev. I think it does get, it's getting overblown uh, because we do see the teams come up against it. If this turns out, it's all in fear of Steve Cohen and the Mets. That is hilarious. That's um, hilarious. And go nuts, Uncle Steve. But yeah, let's keep raising that CBT because guess what? My former employer, or Tiny Tino Tortorella's employer, the Yankees, they keep raising that CBT. We're going to be signing guys, baby. Let's go. It, isn't it kind of funny that we, like, we're like, like, who, who's this CBT for? Who are all these tax thresholds for? And it's like the Dodgers and Uncle Stevie. Like, we don't even mention the Yankees anymore. Oh, That's like, them. that was the MO for a long time. We've talked about this, but it's kind of, it's funny to me how that works. Just, just wait. I want the Yankees to be. They're still one of the teams that goes over it. I mean, you know, it's it's them, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers are the teams that have gone over it. Um, And now the Mets. So it's still, it's not a lot of teams that will even go over that third threshold, Um, but they have. So what's the holdup then, I guess, if we're saying it's gotten so good? It seems, and there might be things that have not been reported. Obviously, but what has been reported is that Jake's penis needs to get looked at. So he's mm-hmm. going to Roman, uh, getroman.com slash talking. He's going to talk to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. Yeah. We wish him the best. And uh, even if, you know, whatever they say, they will be able to help what's going on down there. And ED is more common than most people think, Jake. I know. that's. I'm excited to get out to Arizona with Trev, and I was going to show him and say, you take a look what at do this? you think? Yeah. Should I talk to a licensed professional? Yes. Say 52% of the men between between the ages of 40 and 70 will experience some form of ED. Yeah. And uh, the whole uh, system that Roman has is completely confidential and totally discreet. So even if Jake, when Jake's doing this, you won't even know that he's doing it. But he, for sure, he is doing it. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care. It ships to you free with two-day shipping. So go to GetRoman.com slash talking today. And if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall and be Roman ready. Does your question pertain to Roman, Trev? 
Roman. It's a Roman question. Okay. Not okay. a Roman question. More of like a call. Greek? Greek? <laughs> um, there's going to be a lot of young strapping lads walking around our AZ house. Yeah. A lot of testosterone yeah. in the air. Now, I think it's a good measurement. Like if you're there and you don't get a little boost being around oh. everybody, like maybe then that's your cue to call Roman. So I'm just telling you that, Jake. If you're not feeling like a little extra, it's probably time to call Roman. I, th- I think we're about to get an agreement, just to let you know. Bob you just tweeted. The, you saw the Bob thing. That's a, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. So let's get to the bottom of, of this situation now. I have something a little more important I want to get out there. What is it? Trev, I don't know if you know this yet. My sweet Jessica's coming to Arizona. I did know that. She told me. So you'll get a boner. What Nightingale oh. just tweet? Uh, it's kind of the end of this tale, so we'll get to the end okay. of it because you gotta gotta understand the, okay. the whole thing with the international draft. They want an international draft. MLB wants an international draft, and in exchange, they're going they they're going to take away the draft pick compensation attached to the qualifying offer. This is a really interesting discussion. I really want to like bounce some points off. It might be satisfied or like completed by the end of the conversation, but I still think it's. I'm interested in the dynamics of the uh, choices being made here. So international free agent, obviously, you know, there's a bunch of money being sent to these, these teenagers in the DR every year. Like, I think it was like, you know, the one I remember is like Sano and Gary Sanchez were the two best of their 16 year old class. And there was a bidding war for both of them and they both got big money. And then that gets sprinkled into their families and their communities. And obviously that's like, it's a, I just read two academic articles on the uh, DR and how baseball players and baseball is one of the biggest exports they have. And like the Mariners just spent $7 million on a facility there. And all 30 teams have Mm -hmm. facilities in the DR Mm -hmm. that provides jobs, that provides everything, that provides, it's huge. And the question is, and like David Ortiz had a whole conversation with Passon is, if they take away the the system that's in place now and they, they go to a draft, how much of that infrastructure do the teams pull out and like, well, we don't need to groom guys and we don't need to be with them from age 12 to 16, hoping right. they sign with us. Cause we just get to choose them and we don't need to pay for their development from 12 to 16 or 14 to 16 and all that. Like how much does it just blow up a huge economy in the DR when they, they change the structure. Uh, Ortiz now said he's not opposed to it totally, but you can't do it next year because the whole country relies on this. They have these camps and academies everywhere for baseball players. Um, So that's the one side of it. The other side is that the qualifying offer has ruined the, the middle, what what, what we're really fighting for the middle class. And you say that in quotes, because they're all rich um, players. Case in point, Dallas Keiko was a free agent. He got offered the qualifying offer. He turned down the qualifying offer. There was a draft pick attached to Dallas Keuchel. He did not get signed until after the draft. He had to sit out two months of the season, maybe two and a half months of the season. Once the draft happened, the pick was no longer attached to him. He got signed by the White Sox, right? So, and that killed um, Lance Lynn at one point. That killed a ton of players. Back in 2018, they had to make a camp specifically for these middle uh, you know, these middle pack uh, veteran players that weren't getting signed because there's draft picks attached to them. Um, so 
that's the balance here, right? And who does the union have to protect? The middle-class player that's part of the union or the the infrastructure of baseball and the DR and that whole system? It's, it's a really uh, interesting scale to me. I don't know the answer, but I think it's an interesting problem. It, it is, and I think there's ways that you can probably do both. If there ends up being a draft, and right now Bobby Nightingale saying that MLB has come back and said they won't in, implement it until 2024, that what that, said? And that's pretty nice then, because now that's what Ortiz said. They get two years to like figure out what that means. Yeah. So, in my thinking, if that does happen, yes, all these clubs have these. Um, they have these academies down there, and they are grooming players, and it is an interesting business. I like. I don't know if that's the right word to describe it. I've heard some good things about it. I've heard a lot of bad things about it. So there, this isn't like a, a perfect system in any way right now. Um, if the draft does come, what I'd assume would happen, and, and take this for however you want to take it, I think a lot of agencies are going to start moving in down there and building their own complexes mm-hmm. and saying, okay, if baseball teams aren't going to do it, we'll groom these players. And Boris then we'll just buys the Mariners' complex. Basically, I, I'm assuming that that's what will happen. I don't know if I like that, but again, I don't know if I like what's going on down there. I've had conversations with uh, a bunch of guys from the DR and Venezuela about kind of what goes on. And it's not, like I said, it's not exactly the best way to go about things. Well, um, it's, it's, but it's giving it's, two years now is, is a big and David. So, so basically what happened is David Ortiz has this, has this uh, call recorded and sends out to people. ESPN obtains a copy of it, then pass and talks to Ortiz about it. And all of this happens. It kind of blows up. And then within 20 minutes, basically, or like an hour, MLB's like, you know what? Fine. We'll give you that. We'll give you what you want. And I think that's kind of like a, a smart move on the owner side saying like, look, you guys are saying this is a problem because you need time to, to solve it. We need time to get it right. Here's your time. Now let's go. Let's get this job done. So it's interesting, man. There's definitely an unknown factor like like we're talking about and we're all kind of dancing around. And, yeah, I know uh, our guy Ken Rosenthal did an article with Maria Torres uh, that they talk about. They talk about the system and the pros and cons of going to a draft. So I I, I think, and, you know, this is, this is some top-notch Jake Storielli answering a question. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I think it's it's just one of those things that I think if if the deal got signed right now, that would be one of the bigger question marks going forward. Is how does this evolve? How does this change the system? Because like we've said over and over for the past few months now, however the system is laid out, the owners will try to take advantage of it to the best of their ability. So. Does that mean that they'll flee from the DR or will it be one of those things like the bigger market teams leave more of a presence down there? The agencies, it's a, it's a really tricky one. Yeah. I mean, I was the, the reports I was reading and Trev said like, you know, some, there's some downsides to the way it's run. There's 2% of the players in these academies actually go on to like earn livings as baseball players. So and and those academies aren't teaching a lot of or, or weren't. This was an article from 2016. A lot of life skills and 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 education. So is leaving a lot of the youth that doesn't make it and doesn't get signed to go play minor league ball just like high and dry uh, because they 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 they're getting them out of high school years. It's it's a little like you know in 
in the U.S. draft, you're 18. You 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 go through high school and and you or you go through college. Then you get put through the you don't get paid and you don't get set up for a future minor league system that we have, which they made efforts to change uh, the last two years. But that's that's was the downside to what they have now is like these kids are young and they're being put in these baseball academies and. You know, you you pay one guy ten million dollars, and and the uh, the others a hundred dollars for to play against him is basically the system. Mm. I think uh, I think uh, we're getting really close to a deal uh, because I, this is all looking good. Again, I don't know the uh, the fullness of it, but what we've been seeing and what we're seeing now, we're pretty close. I. I totally agree. And it's funny if we come to an agreement within the next, I I believe the deadline's probably three, four, five more days because all they're saying is we're going to add three days to the end of the season. If we come to the uh, deal today, we could probably just add like three more days to the end of the season if we needed to do that. So 162 is definitely still in play, which has got me very excited. Like, we need a full season of baseball. And again, again, I'm going to reiterate this. I said this before. Casual sports fans still don't even know about this. Yeah. Like, they've heard rumors. Hey, this is what the question I get all the time. I'm sure you guys do, too. Hey, what's going on in baseball? Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, oh, well, there's kind of like a lockout. What do you mean a lockout? Like, they don't know yet. We still have time to save face. We still have time to save face. Doesn't mean I want any... I'm going to say it. I don't want either side to rush into a deal they don't want. How about that? That's not how deals are mm. supposed to be done. Like you're supposed to, you know, go and negotiate and get a, side, get a deal done that you both can live with. But dang, we're close, man. And 162 is here. And then we got TPPs to record. Mm. And then we're going full speed for a freaking eight-month period. And I can't wait. Like I'm getting juiced up right now. Look at me. Gina Franco. Me like and very often. Gina Franco in the chat said, how many times do we have to hear? Pretty close. And my response is, this is the first time you're hearing it from hmm. us. This is the first time I've felt like they're pretty close. Yes. Like we the whole time. Nightingale and Heyman, because the owners are telling them, tell people it's pretty close, have been saying that. But this is legitimately the first time where I thought it was, where like, and everyone said they have to get the CBD, CBT to where they need it to be. And it is. So then the, then the fringes, the, you know, they got the main meal done. Now they're finishing up dessert, basically. We hope. We, we hope. Because stuff we if, don't know. If, if again, because we're back on the Heyman Nightingale train, and Heyman just tweeted out things are moving slow today, um, you know, kind of pulling the thread on 162 again. If somehow the rug does get pulled out on this, like, I think we end up in probably the ugliest period because then the owners come back and they say, well, there's no chance at 162. We're not paying you at 162 and things could unravel quickly. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a sensitive time. Uh, you wonder what are going on and what should be these final hours and when our next fake deadline is Trev. I saw you raised a finger. One, I turned my mic up a little bit. How does Huge. that sound? It's great. Better. Sexy. Okay. This was kind of making the rounds a little bit yesterday. There was the Apple Friday Night Baseball coming at Apple TV. Yeah, that was funny. Which, got to be honest with you, I would have put it on Disney Plus rather than Apple TV. That's just me because I'm a, I, I'm a better planner for the future of baseball, but no big deal. How much of that, of Apple announcing that deal, like was that the pressure 
for the owners to be like, hey, let's let's move a little bit. You don't think so? Because you can't cry poor and be like, hey, we just did a deal with Apple. Like baseball is not dying. Revenue is there. And this is the first of many things that they can do with different subscription services, different platforms. Who do you think it put pressure on? Or who are you the asking? Owners. The owners. I'm saying like the, the owners. I think, But they knew that, the deal was happening. They knew the deal was happening, but they didn't do a joint press conference. This wasn't like this wasn't like MLB didn't put it out. This is Apple put it out. Am I right? From about that? my, I didn't see like MLB promote it. From my knowledge, they would have had to know that they were going to. There's say. no way, in my opinion, from working with MLB on things that the players didn't know that the players didn't know or that MLB didn't know Apple was going to announce this today. I would bet like a lot of money that it makes sense to me too. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you that that should happen, but yeah, it's just, it's how much what we don't know and we'll never know is how much do optics actually matter. Like we've heard and we've heard people in the press say like, you know, that's, that's what actually makes either side move is if they start looking bad, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> Hey, if they get a deal done today, you know, credit to Apple. Maybe I'll buy some Apple stock. Because both, both sides had to know ab- about that already. Did the public just find out? Well, that's the thing is it's, that's what I'm talking about. The public reaction to that is like, oh, well, obviously baseball has revenue coming in from several different areas. So you can't really say baseball's not lucrative. Yeah, owning a bit. I mean, which was has been said in the last couple of weeks, which is crazy to me. <laughs> um, but dude, we're close. I know we're close. Mm. Excited, my, like you my, said, my, our my life gets put into a whirlwind. Up, I know we're close. We get put into a whirlwind recording TPPs, PPPs, BBD, CBD. We're gonna have to load up on some trade coffee. Oh, dude, I didn't get any sleep last night, so mm. I could use some trade coffee right now. I think we have a lot in the office. Uh, trade coffee. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is store. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is stale. Boom. Boom roasted grocery store coffee. You heard that, right? The coffee you know and think you love needs an upgrade. Instead of rebuying the same old, same old, let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted that you're literally guaranteed to love. How do you take your coffee? Full-bodied roast, something light. I like light roast because more caffeine, and I'm in it. For the caffeine, not like the taste or the fanciness of it. Just give me the caffeine. Um, everyone's got their preferences. No matter what you love to drink, Trade Coffee makes it easy to brew your best cup at home. Uh, they sell the freshest roasts and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee expert taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. You take a quiz, tell them what they like. You'll get your first bag. Uh, they guarantee you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Uh, so go to Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash baseball. Take the quiz, start your journey, drinktrade.com slash baseball, $20 off first three bags. Boom. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, what kind of coffee I enjoy, or you said what kind of coffee you enjoy. I like mine like 
creamy, but I, I, I don't want any creamer in there. Does that make any sense? Interesting. A, a little, but not entirely. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Uh, you're right. I don't know. I like, uh, I'm pretty, I like diner coffee. Like I like pretty just black, kind of basic, not too acidic. Me and you guys are, me and you, James, are pot guys. We want a pot of coffee. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Big pot guys. Jake is, um, Jake's this freaking loser. He doesn't drink coffee, so. Drinks coffee, but he kind of just asks for like something sugary and brown. It's like the toast scale thing that comes out every year. Like, you know, if black coffee is A and then like, like a, almost a milky coffee was M, you know, I'm like a C. I like, like, I basically like what you said. I just like a little bit of cream in there. I don't want any cream, but like my coffee machine makes it so it's like frothy. Mm. Love that. You like putting the flavors in there. If there's like a fun like um, flavor, you 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 throw that in there. Sometimes, yeah. The chat is kind of popping about a peacock deal. Is that a new deal or is that just the Apple deal? Um, I don't know. I know there's a couple other deals. I ain't no reporter. Mm. But We're not reporters. We're not. Not reporters, but I mean the Apple deal. We, yeah. What if I break the news? Should I break the news? No. I've been getting a lot of info very early that I haven't put out on Twitter. Okay. Wonder if I can break this. That'd be something. You want to be play by play for Apple? No. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I'd kill it though. Sure. It's like, no. Me? Who else would I bring on board with me? I don't know. I don't really like that many people. Mm. Still beefing with Fuzzy because the lockout's still here. Oh. You know who's in the office today? I don't. Someone you beef with. Someone you beef with a lot. Beef with a lot. Ooh. Beef with a lot. Oh, Bill. Behind the scenes, Bill. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's a good guess. Good guess. <laughs> Who is it? Foolish. Oh my guy, foolish. Just saw him what walking around. What a freaking dork. Mm. Four ten. I didn't know it. Sick of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, is a peacock deal that I think was half announced end of February, and I think is like fully getting announced now. Nice. Well, there's another one coming too for certain teams. People in the chat, I don't have the news. I'm saying if I get the news, should I break the news? No. Once I get the news. You know what they do? I got to have a draft already made up. That's what, like a tweet deck type thing. And then you just press. Like how Jake is supposed to have my obituary already written. As soon as you die, we're putting it out. 100%. 100%. So just like a screenshot of his notes app should be like oh, in his drafts. It's red. It's a video. Oh, well, okay. it's a video. Baby James and I have already talked about this. Like we have a lot of plans for you and Jake. So baby James coming to Arizona too. <sighs> Better can't not get you a bone. Can't, can't wait to talk business with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell Katie to bring a little suit for him. And then you guys just uh, chat. Take a picture of you guys chatting business with Jake like a, just like, like, a, like a on the outskirts, like a little blurry Jake, like mm-hmm. eavesdropping, like, oh, shit. Lurking. <laughs> My demise is coming. BBD snack foolish. 
Get him in yeah, here. Bring that guy in here. Foolish is going to be on with us. Uh, we're doing JJR after this. You guys should I tune into that. I think he's more handsome that he lets on, and I don't like that. Really? He's we like can, trying uh, to be nerdy. I think he's more handsome than that. We're going we're gonna to end this show in about seven minutes mm. because then we're still on pace to do the rest of our day, which is quite busy. How many minutes do we have? Seven to eight. Uh, Christian okay. Navarro Data says, John Boy getting streaming license? We are not. We are not. I don't think we have the technological infrastructure for that. We Oop. can barely Zoom. Well, actually, like spring training games was something that was discussed. Not not on the other, not on MLB or the other team side, but on internally going after that, like just getting one. But then we said no. It's a little warm. Here it comes. Here you go. They see me? Oh. I told you. Look at this guy. <laughs> what are we talking about? He was saying that you're handsome. I am handsome. Like you're yeah. more handsome that you than you let on, and I don't like that about you. I want you to just embrace it. You want me? Yeah, because I'm I'm really like coy and sheepish about it. You know, it's like oh yeah, me handsome. Yeah, I don't know about that. You yes. know, yeah. Like I want to see you like come out like rocking some like like a Tom Ford suit Ooh. and just walking down. The streets of New York and just see what happens. I think I'd look. You might really get picked good up by like, a modeling agency. Yeah, I'd look. I mean, I'm not tall enough for that, but like, I look good in like kind of like heroin chic, you know, like black leather, like all that stuff, like distressed jeans. I look pretty good. Are you a bad boy? I'd go to the other side of the street if I saw you coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Are you prepared for the lineup that we're doing on John Mojic Radio in about? 30 minutes? Yes. Quasi prepared. Okay. Yeah. I think Jake probably hasn't thought about it at all. Your face kind of did like, oh shit, that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that. And the other question. You smell great, Bailey. Thank you. Yeah. I just, by the Tell way. Tell him how he smells. I and mean, be honest. Because mm. he wore that shirt yesterday. Sausage. Went to a bar last night. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a little BO, but it's not bad. Like, it's just, it's just enough to let you know that he's there. You know? Like, some women would be into it. And be like, must. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's a guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. You think that um, this deal is uh, gonna get done today? I've, I, I'm. Yeah. I think it's close. Oh yeah, they're getting close for sure. I don't know about today, but like, hopefully this week. You know. Can we go for the Arizona trip? It'd be best if it got done like in three days. Okay. Yeah. So like That's you would true. still be there when they start to arrive. Pe- they piece out on us. No, actually, we we don't want people to leave because uh, they they'd have to report if it gets done today. They have to report Friday, and then they might not be coming to our uh, house Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gotcha. We'd still have some guys. We'll be all yeah. Right. We have guys locked in, but you know, yeah. Well, I'm, God, this is I'm such a good time to tweet <laughs> thank you. eyeball emojis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate. What it. if we all Polish, tweet eyeball Polish, emojis? Give the right people now. one free agent signing prediction after the lockout. Okay. Um. Let's do uh, let's do Correa to the Yankees. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? I think they I think they want it bad. And no Seager, like no Simeon, like I think they want like a legit shortstop. Okay, we got a mile straw eyeball emoji tweet. Ooh, really? I'm going to tweet eyeballs, too. That's going to confirm I got it. You, right? I'll go ahead and tweet it out right now. And I, you know, I don't have any inside information. I might tweet eyeballs, eyeball too. Eyeball emojis is eyeball emoji. It means nothing. 
I've been like Is squatting. Everyone treating eyeballs? Yeah, but I'm actually going to take a picture of your eyes. I can't hear Trev. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trev's treating eyeballs. Yeah, everyone. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Uh, if you're hanging out and you're watching live on YouTube and you want to come for John Boy and Jake Radio, it's going to be like two o'clock, which is like half hour. And Foolish is going to be I'll with be us. There. Yeah. And we're going to do fun stuff. The music plays now. Yeah, but I'm actually going to oh, take a picture of your eyes. That's me. Jake sucks. You look like Bud Selig. You look like a young Bud Selig. <laughs>